Okay, okay, let's settle in. Mic check. I get mad frustrated when I rhyme. Thinking of all the crews that tried to do this for all the wrong reasons. Seasons change, mad things rearrange, but it all stays the same. Like the love Dr. Strange, I obtain like the rapper. Get red like a snapper when they do that. Got your whole block saying true that. Boom, classic Lauren Hill. Hello, America. Hello, world. Hello, you. It is your new best friend, Cashmere, California. And this is The Pod Is Good podcast episode 47 pot is good and all the time if you know you know if you don't keep listening you will learn today i got one of my homies in the building a beautiful beautiful lady who is an amazing singer who i've known since i was in grade school and i know she is going to bring an incredible conversation about not only music but just life and entrepreneurship and being a woman and family and all of that, all of that. This is a good episode we got for y'all today. I hope you're ready. I hope you're ready because we are. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, just Yola is in the building. <laughs> Going to clap for myself. Yeah. How you been? How you been? I've been good. I've been hanging in there one day at a time, honestly. Yeah. That's, you know, I think we That's all are. We do, right? That's what we all do. <laughs> yep. One day at a time. I feel like yeah. you're like, you're like right, right here at the, like right there. Hi. <laughs> The closer I get to you, you're like, wait a minute. Close. Hey. Is that better? Is that okay? Let me just let me just swag with it. You know, lean into that very area lane. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, I'm getting comfortable. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? All right. For those that don't know, and there's only a few that don't, for those that don't know, just Yola is an amazing sultry soul singer. I mean, I've known that since Choich. That's where I knew you from. I mean, that's, that's where I knew the beginnings <laughs> of Just Yola. Is that where Just Yola got her chops and really began as a singer? 1,000%. Um, mm. I was three years old. Actually, I grew up as a seven-day Adventist um, <laughs> Which is, you know, I, I don't, I hate to throw out the term cult like, but <laughs> kind of like yeah, that. Yeah, the, yeah, a little choir. We sing, you know, like uh, if you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. Um, but at three years old, first learned how to even speak, and they put me in this little choir. And my mom always tells this story about how everyone had their hymn books you know, out front and center, mine's was upside down and I'm singing every single word. And from then on, wow. <laughs> everybody just kept telling me, you can sing, you can sing. I didn't even know. And then we transitioned to Baptist uh, when I was 11, Mount Calvary Baptist. And then that's when you started to sing. And that's when I started you were singing to sing. before. <laughs> and you went to that Baptist church. They brought the saying out that thing. The A. That's that's exactly correct. That's exactly how it happened. That's where I earned my stripes. Wow. Mm -hmm. And you, a lot of people may or may not know, have two other sisters that also during that time 
were singing a lot. Did they pretty much start out the same as you? Were you guys all singing together at Seven Day, or did you lead the pack? Um, that is a great question. You know, actually, the we started singing together when we got into Baptist Church. So my sisters, you know, the, the Lafacardi sisters, as we were yeah. called, <laughs> um, <laughs> we only sang together in church primarily. Um, and they didn't really branch off. Uh, Christina still, from my understanding, still sings in church. Huh. Um, Lisi is just Lisi, sings when <laughs> she can, and listens to wonderful gospel music on a daily basis. So, oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. but my mom might get us together to sing "Is My Living in Vain" every so often, and you know she gets to crying and all that stuff. Like you know, <laughs> are you are you the singer that will sing like on cue? Oh, absolutely. I am. That is one thing. If it's your birthday, let me find out it's your birthday. <laughs> what if it's like your podcast? If it was my podcast? What if it's like my podcast? Like, let's, oh. just, like, let's, just, say, let's just throw that out. Like, just say I was in the middle of a podcast. And you'd like for me to sing and somebody your like, podcast piece? Like, and like you? Heidi LaBelle or something like that. Like, someone just oh, okay. threw that out. Uh, I you know what? That would absolutely be something I would be one thousand percent willing to do for the podcast. Really? Absolutely. I owe you. I owe you a show. Remember that one show back? <laughs> you, I wasn't gonna bring it up, but you kind of owe me a show. <laughs> I was in. There, I was in there like this. Like you. <laughs> you ain't coming. You, I was just like, dude, we don't, I don't even know the material. You, I, Back then, I wasn't who I am now. So now you you asked me to come and impromptu some stuff with you. Let's go. Back, yeah. back then, I was like, I don't want to. I don't want to tell. <laughs> we who, who was I performing with? I had, um, it was for church. It was something uh, biblical, I think. Yeah, it was, it was like a yeah. named artist, though. I can't think of his name. It was so you probably blocked out the whole memory of it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you did well. I'm gonna say you did well. I wished you well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember being in, in that church. I feel like his name was Charlie something. Yeah, it was something like that. It was a good thing for you, but I probably would have ended up ruining my whole, wrecking my whole life after <laughs> getting up there singing like sounded horrible. <laughs> Uh, I, I doubt you could pull off sounding horrible. And to prove Aww. it, can we hear a little Anita Baker from you? Oh, oh, okay. You see, I switched it up. You see, I, I switched it up. Right you know, honestly, intuitively, I have an, a perfect Anita Baker song for you. Oh, I will turn off the fan for this one. Okay. On, maybe that. maybe help the help the sounding there. Mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, so Anita Baker, and let me just preface this before I sing it. Okay. Once upon a time, I would never even attempt to sing an Anita Baker song because of who she is. And uh, I grew up thinking that it's just a difficult, she's just. She is. She makes it seem easy, but it ain't easy. Yeah, it's not easy at all. So um, I'm going to try, I'm going to sing. <laughs> I'm going to sing this song um, that I love and that, um, yeah. And actually, if you go to my Instagram, just Yola, I do have um, a small presentation of me singing Anita Baker. So, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I, think you do. So, I right. will sing that for right. you, the song. It's, um, it's called Rapture. Ooh. 
You familiar with that? I'm a, I'm a little bit, a, a little bit of wrapped up a little in that. Bit, little... A little bit wrapped up in that rapture, right? Okay, all right. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. When we met, I always knew I would feel like magic for you. In my mind, constantly in my arms is where you should be. I want you here, I me, baby. You let my love fly free. And I want you in my life for all time. I'm caught up in the rapture of love. Okay, that's enough. That's enough. Yeah, that's enough. Just, that's enough, Jashola. That's enough, Jashola. You shutting it down. A little bit. Okay. I remember, that was, that was, hey, hey, hey. You gotta put some people on notice like that. It, you, hey, hey. That's putting people on notice. Like you, you <laughs> might have thought you could do this thing, and then you tuned in and heard just Yola do that thing. You was like, <laughs> hey, maybe, uh, maybe I'll do a Sierra song. Maybe I'll just do Sierra. I might not. You know what? I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you always have a big voice. Like it, I feel like when I hear you sing. You're uh, almost like having to hold back so that you can be precise in what's needed. You have like this much more to give, but it's like, okay, but I, I got to keep it right here. But the moment you can like take the lid off that thing, it's like a can of snakes. Boom. It just. Dude, <laughs> you are, you know what? Not to interrupt you because I do that often and I apologize, but I'm just so amazed at the. Um, intuition that you have or attention to to me in general because that is literally my operation when I sing I literally because I do have a lot of lungs within me and I am loud as F <laughs> singing in the church now um, yeah. I, I am loud. I do use restraint. And that's actually what I'm studying to do right now within my artistry and as a vocalist, mm -hmm. just to use that restraint. Sometimes, you know, all in your face and loud all the time. It may sound yeah. good to some. Those may be like, oh, whoa, whoa, that was loud. She sound good, but that was loud. Yeah, so yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, I'm really working on just refining and refining that fine tuning that I'm gonna give you just a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. And then when I feel you're ready for the for the piasta resistas, uh, you know, all the stuff. So yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that. So we that was a little bit of Anita. I gotta ask, like in your career, I know you've worked with different people and we'll kind of go into that and mm -hmm. whatnot. Who would be your dream collaboration? Oh, wow. Um, that is an awesome question. And two artists come to mind, actually three, <laughs> when you when you talk about collaboration and only because these are the, in my personal humble opinion, um, toughest vocalist, period. Um, yeah. Brandy, for one, vocal library. If you don't know who Brandy is, you're not a vocalist. Um... <laughs> 
a dang humble opinion. And then, <laughs> and if you don't, then you're not. Um, <laughs> um, I would say, you know, definitely Brandy, definitely um, Jasmine Sullivan. Like mm. one thing, one thing, like I said, where I'm always in my development, I'm always fixing. But one thing I love about Jasmine is her bottom and that is another yeah. gift that I also have too. So I like yeah. to study artists that have that same bottom. So it's, you know, kind of, I can listen to what you've done and then I can take my own, make my own take on it. Um, and then, and I'm just doing new age. Like we could reach, we can go back historically, what but it's just on, in the now Okay. Um, collaboration would be Kiki Wyatt, like um, just yeah. ridiculous ridiculous yeah. vocal ability not a lot of hits i mean hits she got hits i right, i'm gonna say not a lot whoa yeah, hits and whoa. hits hits on hits on hits she hitting like hit hitting yeah 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 <laughs> um but yeah just vocally unrealistic like that to me and i'm not even saying i'm on any level i'm on my own level but yeah. when it yeah. comes to individuals that i listen to that are in woven in my you know daily playlist that I can listen to a song that was 10 years old and play it put up anytime okay so 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 we're gonna we're gonna go with Jasmine okay so right now mm -hmm. you know we're not sitting here right now you just arrived in the studio and I Jasmine actually been sitting here waiting for you so you just saw you know y'all shook hands oh hey girl love your hair oh your lipstick color all that good stuff right <laughs> And uh, now we're about to start the creative process. And Jasmine looks at you and she's like, look, I'm going to be honest. I'm, I'm kind of blanking right now. I need some, some ideas. What kind of song do you think we should do? Wow. One of the most things I, one of the most, I don't even know what to call it, but one of the things about Jasmine I love is her versatility. Um, a lot of people don't understand that or know that she's actually a hellified writer and she's written for several different artists. Yeah. Um, a lot of songs that are not even of, you know, soul R&B background. So I would want to leverage her ability to take her soulful, soulful sound and maybe make a song that's a little more alternative um, yeah. and, and do it that way. That's actually kind of what I would want to do. I'm like, oh, let's do something popish. And okay. see what it sounds right. like. <laughs> okay, so, so we, got a, we got a direction. We got a direction. Yes. We're gonna do something kind of popish and alternative. All right. So, but what's what's the subject? Like, what what's on your heart that you want to write about right now? What's what's true and real with you in your world that you feel like you can put put into you some good writing right now? Oh wow! You know that's a great question too because you know. Jasmine is like a broken female um, <laughs> anthem writer. <laughs> you know, what I mean? like if you know Jasmine, you uh, know that she's written quite a few songs. You know, I broke them. I, you know, I bust a window out your car and all that stuff. So I, I would want to go with more so, you know, a happy song, more so something mm. in the terms of women empowerment or you know something in that direction just to put something out there that was kind of like a feel good maybe even something you can insert in a movie or you know what i mean something that moment of drama when after all of this time we went through and watched the movie and now they dropped the you know soulful song that makes everybody cry you know 
that's what I would want to do in, a, in an alternative way, you know. And that's yeah, when I say movie because you can't necessarily always include every song that's like neo soul, soul R and B in those types right. of movies. So right. I would want it to be more mainstream type. All right. So now we got this this kind of a structure. We got we got just Yola. We got Jasmine Sullivan. We're gonna go down this alternative pop direction. We're gonna do something a little more lively, a little more feel good empowerment. And because of the bust your windows out the car, which I feel like Jasmine probably performed that whole thing holding a crowbar. I feel like she was <laughs> in the studio in front of the mic with a crowbar in her right hand just to get the umph in it. You know what I mean? You got to be right. Present, you know what I'm saying? And um, so, so because of that and because of the sultriness of Yola, like maybe we need a feature. Maybe we need a feature. My feature, maybe let's go with a featured rapper. That might help bring about this empowerment, this this energy that we're trying to translate through the song. It could be female or male. Who's the female? I mean, who's the female? Who's the featured uh, rap artist on this on this uh, hit that's that we're about to make? Well, you already know it's Lauren Hill. <laughs> They're going to get Lauren. That's oh my gosh, we got it. <laughs> No, and that makes perfect sense. Think about it. All three right. of us have the bottoms in the song, right? Yes. She is a hellified uh, MC. Matter of fact, to be honest with you, before I even knew, before I knew who Jasmine was when she was like 11 years old, singing the, you know, the Wiz, you know, all of that stuff. So I've studied her career for years. But um, before I knew who we, before I knew she came out and all of that stuff, I thought when she sang on, um, uh, I thought when uh, when Jasmine came out with what was her first song, whatever her first song was, I thought it was Lauren Hill. Oh wow! I thought it was Lauren Hill. I was like, that sounds like Lauren Hill, but better. I told you, you know, and I can. There is no better, <laughs> but different. Sorry. <laughs> oh my goodness, Lauren Hill, but different. And then I was just like, Lauren Hill, just wow, you that's what you came out with, Lauren? And wow. then um Was that the song uh, Best of Me? It wasn't even that one. It was another was one. Um it was oh, shoot. I can't even think of the song right now, but it was like one of her very her first singles. But that, that she came out with that you felt like she was Lauren. Like, yeah, but but sonically. That's a that's nice. I could just that's hope nice. that, that I can get in where I fit in. It, oh no, you'll be, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. I remember a guy told me a long time ago, and and you should hear this as well. He was like, he was like, you you've made it talent wise as you you know where you need to be as an artist. Like th there's nothing you're gonna get better because you know you're human. You evolve. But you're you you've already made it to the level in which you would you would need to be a superstar. Wow. So if you ever find yourself in the room with a Pharrell or with Timberland or any of these mega producers, don't look at it like they're doing you a favor. Right. You deserve to be there. And I, I feel like that's the same with you. If you find yourself in that room, the studio that we just architected right now. That and Jasmine Sullivan is sitting there writing with you, trying to keep up with you. 
Lauren Hill is over in the side and she's, you know, doing her hand gestures, trying to put her rhymes together. You deserve to be there. They ain't doing you no favors. I like that concept. I'm going to think like that. I'm going to yeah. definitely think like that. But I would be humbled in the room, though. I'd be like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I would do what I do because I'm one of those people where it's like, you give me a mic, don't give me a lead. Don't. You know better. Right. <laughs> no well, I'm better. Gonna you, I'm going to tell you what's so beautiful about music and collaborations. I could, I could see, especially being from the outside looking in, how each of you would feel honored to be there. Like you are looking at them as celebrities, right? right. Like they, they're superstars. They're mega level. And 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 they're like, they're, they've accepted you in the room. Like they want to work with you. Huge. You're going to honor them. Jasmine's going to be honored because she's like, yo, this new artist who's trying to make a lane for herself chose me. Like she can choose any of the new chicks. She can choose any of the new new names that are bigger and more popping right now. But she actually came to me. So she's going to feel honored. Lauren ain't put out an album since the miseducation. Right. So she's going to be like, all of these rappers, you could have went and got a Cardi B. You could have went and got Nicki. You could have went and got all these other rappers. You want me? So she's going to, so all of you are going to be looking at the other person like, wow, I'm honored to be here. And I think that's the beauty in not making it, not looking at they're doing you a favor. Right. Because you're all in the room together. So no matter how you got here, you're in a room together. So. I like that perspective. I really do. I really like that. And you're right. There's always a perspective you can take where you can see your value. So yeah. absolutely. And I have yeah. value. You sure do. <laughs> you sure do. You kidding me? <laughs> so so I'm going to dip away from music just for a second. Um, mm -hmm. Just because if people can't tell already, you're hilarious. You're funny. You're fun loving. You smile all the time. And so, so because of that, I feel like and I, I, want people, I want to bring people into your more humorous side. And we're going to do it this way. I want to know your top five comedy movies of all time. Oh, wow. Of fact, wow I'll, man. Give you, I'll give you comedy. Movies and or TV shows. You can interchange however you okay. like. Top five. Um, okay, top five. You're always making me think, man. I love it. And I, love and it. I don't even want to make <laughs> Okay, so one of my favorite actors, comedian, is Eddie Murphy. Oh, so okay. I... I'm going to have to say Coming to America, the first one. I have to say that. I love, I love how we all have to designate. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, that's getting designated. I can't even speak nothing else. That's me. That's That went on repeat. Um, we listened, yeah. you, you watched it over and over again and you rewound it certain sections just to laugh, just to watch wow. those portions and laugh over and over and over and over and over again. I can watch yeah. it right now and just completely. Oh yeah. It's still hilarious. It's still hilarious. And, yeah. and then I watched it just recently, like in the past two weeks and it was like, there was some, like the, the big humor you catch, right? Right. And then you watch it a few more times and the little humor you catch. Sometimes you miss the non-funny, but still interestingly funny things that are said. Like sometimes it's some little moment. So the the father, 
when he was saying, um, oh, he was he was saying like, uh, what about your bathers? Like when when Hakeem was talking about how he didn't want any more, he's like, from now on, anyone who throws rose petals at my son's feet, <laughs> right, right. So he had that that barring of the rose petal, and then he said something about like, what about your bathers? Don't you enjoy them? And then he said. I know I do. And I was thinking, you married, King? <laughs> Hold on, King. You're not supposed to be enjoying the babies. What are we And there what you are have it. About? And there you and, have and it. And I missed that the first 50 times I saw the movie. But that little, and then the way he said it, I know I do. There's always things to be uncovered in that movie. I promise you. Oh, that, that's why it has to be my number one. I can't because, and then just the, you know, the work that he did, um, you know, with the different characters and, you know, him and Ar Arsenio. And, you know, I found out after fact, wait a minute, that was Arsenio? Or, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I wonder where he came up with that. That premise, or was it somebody else? Right, Richard like, Pryor. I'm telling you, Eddie Richard Pryor is. I know, and I know it was all Eddie Murphy. But if you think about that whole, the whole concept of playing other characters in your own movie, like when, when it became big, yeah. I'm sure it was. It happened somewhere. Oh. It wasn't big, but yeah. Richard Pryor did a lot of the which way is up, you know, all that stuff. Oh yeah, um, oh, yeah. and Flip Wilson. Yeah, doesn't get a lot of credit for it, but he used to be that that type of character that was like playing different roles and doing different voices and Eddie just feels like he refined it. Like he found a way to take the new technology of makeup and computerized it. Like, so, you know, even going forward to like the, the clumps and Norbit, like he just kept reinventing exactly. this whole idea of being somebody else on screen. Exactly. Nope. You just named off a couple more on my list. <laughs> <laughs> it's all anymore. No, all good. No, absolutely. Um, you know, I am a Dave Chappelle fan, and mm. before oh, before he got like you know uber famous and stuff, he did this movie. Um, oh, man, I can't even think of what it's called. But when I watched it, it was the funniest movie, and I watch it over and over again right now. I don't know why my brain. Before he was famous. No, he was famous, but he was small. Remember, he not now he's like bigger, but he was yeah, yeah, yeah. smaller at the time, and he had you know a different caliber of movies and stand-ups that he did. And this movie yeah. was like kind of like the journey of him meeting a female, and the the it was not how high. It's it's kind of like a a, a cannabis based movie. But uh, when I tell you anytime I watched that movie, it was so hilarious. Oh my gosh. Um now I want to know. I'm trying to remember what other movies because he had um half baked. That's the one wasn't half baked. Oh, it was half baked. Yes. Oh yeah, half baked is <laughs> that that's definitely like the right before he really like yes exactly yeah that's the yeah. one i laugh at that forever it's just the abba zabba i mean who does that like you get a huge like you're describing what happens to a person you know if they decide to you know do <laughs> recreational yeah yeah do the do thing, the thing. You know, do the thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah like that thing <laughs> 
I mean, but the thing is, we categorize things with sugar is uh, caffeine and, uh, you know, all the normal everyday things are also included in those vices. So he yeah. just he just told the story of, you know, cannabis. And I just yeah. thought it was hilarious. Yeah, no, he's <sighs> no, no matter what he's done, I don't think I can find any Dave Chappelle material that I feel like is like, eh. even like the skits in the Chappelle show that didn't completely hit, they were still funnier or at least on par Man. with a lot of the other stuff that was on TV. You know what I mean? It's like, Literally, he's one of my favorites up there with Eddie Murphy in terms of comedian, um, just because he's so intelligent. And to be intelligent and also to take that and make it funny at the same time to where you get practical that's people hard. that are logical and they understand yeah, you're hard. like, man, that's so true. I was thinking that. And if it for, you know, yeah. that is just awesome. So that's that's another yeah. one. I think we're at we're at, that's four now, huh? Since you named off a couple. Well, yeah, but you didn't put them in place. So you got to oh, name them. So wow. we are only at coming to America. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know if you named are you naming half baked as number two? No, let's just put that off to the side. And okay, okay, all right. So let's, I know you said Dave Chappelle, and you point out a movie that you watch, but you didn't necessarily say the number two movie yeah. is. Correct. Um, right. Don't make fun of me. I'm yeah. going to name this movie because I spent this is your time so many times of my life laughing at this movie. But old school, I'm going to get you sucker. <laughs> that's good that's a good one well i'm gonna get you sucker is dude funny. when he came like, i'm a fan of the waynes i'm a fan of uh in living color all of that stuff we came up on that and just it was you know fire marshal bill like all the big actors of now that we people would never know unless you dive into their you know catalog of of right. you know work um right yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna get you sucker you dirty mother you better sing. Okay, pot is good. And pot is good. <laughs> All the time. All the time. <laughs> yes. So uh <laughs> yes, yes. so that would probably be my number two following half baked. And these orders can change because I'm learning this about myself as we speak because I never really thought of it. I have so many favorites. Okay. 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 And it's your fault. Okay. I'm gonna get you suckers out there. Okay. <laughs> is, that, is that number two? That for now, it's gonna fall in the number okay. two category, okay. and then half baked okay. is gonna right. fall in number three. Got um, it. I would say number four is gonna be um oh man you know <laughs> jim carrey is actually one of my favorite actors comedians um i've never never even seen him do stand up but this just in terms of what the work he did in um in living color and is the work he does in general is just so hilarious to me and there's oh. this movie that he made called um Irene, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, me, uh, me myself, me, and myself, and Irene. Yeah, yeah, it's a good movie. And when you want to talk about like laughter <laughs> on a few scenes, like when she had you know that the guy made the other kids, and all of them kids is his, like. <laughs> 
I mean, come on, man. I'm not. If you haven't seen the movie, I'm sorry, but <laughs> yeah, you got you got to see raising it. two grown, to it. big black men <laughs> as his own. Believes it can't. No, those are his kids. <laughs> All right. Yeah, no, and, and then watching watching him uh, just watching him switch from character to character in that film. I think he even like fought himself because it, yes. it was it was, yeah. it was uh, Charlie and Hank, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah, the other character was Hank. Man, when when they fought. <laughs> Only Jim Carrey can pull that off. Right. I mean, it was real. It, this is not, they did no gimmicks. This is Jim Carrey fighting himself and, as two different characters. You believe that he is two different people um, in this movie. And it was just like, wow. Like, I mean, to, to do that, I don't know how many takes it took. I mean, I'm pretty sure with Jim Carrey, it didn't take many. Like, he's like, he just seems like the guy that you just turn on the camera, back everybody up. Get the lighting right, sound, we're good. All right, Roland, it's on you, Jim, and just let him go. <laughs> exactly. Just let him go. Because you're, you're not going to – no one else could have choreographed that for him. You can't coach him through that. Like, that's a him moment. No, that is a Jim Carrey classic. <laughs> can't be trained to do. This is what he comes up with 100%. So. Me, myself, and Irene. It's, very, it's understandable yeah. how Jim Carrey uh, – uh, had issues in marriage. Yeah, with that part. Because, you know, you know, women don't really always want you to be, like, funny, funny. Like, all right, okay, cool. Um, all right. We want you to be funny. Okay, let me, not, let me say, not, not every woman wants that. That's true. That's to have a good not sense of humor, woman. but not over the top, you know, and not at the not wrong time. <laughs> exactly. So you don't want to come to him with a serious moment, like, babe, I really was thinking about... Da, 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 and then he turns into Hank. <laughs> he like, please not Hank tonight. <laughs> He's like, I can't help it. And you're like, yeah. So please, Jim, Jim, put Hank away. Jim, put Hank away. I think there was another movie that he did that he actually went so serious with the role. The um, Andy, you know what I'm talking about. Andy Milanakis? Whatever that one, the, one of his latest, not latest, but one of his roles before he started doing like the other type of movies oh, he does now, he they did a documentary on that and he literally lived the role to where you had to call him the name and, you know, it was like he became, oh, wow. the, he became that person for a little while. He was like in awe. It's like, who am I? Like, you know what I mean? Doing the, the things uh, and he studied him to that degree. It was like, I'm going to become this guy. And he Almost borderline wow. became it. It was almost like everybody was just like, hey, wait, wait. can I talk to Jim? That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. So definitely not Andy Lenakis. I thought you were about to say somebody he was somebody was saying it about him or somebody he was working with. Mm -hmm. But um yeah, that, that sounds that sounds about right. Cause when they play those role characters, like they do have to like really be immersed mm -hmm. into that person, whether it's a specific person that they get to mirror and study and question and interview and all of that or it's just an idea of a person that holds these different attributes and they you know create a backstory or they try to talk to people that live some kind of story similar it, i can imagine how it's kind of hard to get out of it it's to like fighters 
Like I've heard fighters say like when they're in their training camps, mm -hmm. they're like, they have to be a different person. Like they can't be as pleasant and as nice and agreeable. Like they, they got to kind of got to turn that off a little bit so they can get the edge. Right. Exactly. That, that inner monster a little bit. So they don't, they're not all nice and all respectful. Like, no, 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 I'm trying to knock your head off. But the normal me like respects you as a fighter and, I know you're trying to do things for your family too. And I want you to do well. Like, no, no, no. The beast in me is like, forget your family. Right. And that's how I won the fight. And that's how, yeah. and I've heard them say, Let the beast out. Let the beast out. I've heard them say that it might take them a week to kind of like then come out of that space to kind of regain the, the normalcy. No, that makes a lot of sense though. So, it makes sense because these actors, they be in it way long. You know, this fight is like one night for like less than an hour. You know Man. what I mean? Whereas these, these, they be filming these movies for months sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I get it. Oh, man. I, I think that it. was four. I think we, we must have Irene. Yeah, um, actually, let's switch it rule to rule. So <laughs> coming to America, me, myself, and Irene. Oh. Um, then we'll do I'm gonna get you sucker, then half baked, and then half baked. So we got number five is on the way. I told y'all, I told y'all we was gonna tap into the humor. Y'all see it, you see what I was saying, you see what I was talking about when I had she not funny. She not <laughs> you the right. only one, you do. <laughs> um, <laughs> number five. Number five. Oh, five is such a special spot because there's so mm. many out there. Mm. Um, five man. is always the one that everyone struggles with in any top five list because now you've, you've created a certain expectation with your first four, right? You've created right. a capacity. And now number five, now you have to ward off all the potential contenders. <laughs> Exactly. There's only one spot left. Five uh, is the toughest spot, low key. I'm trying to think of what movie just took me out. It, okay, here's the movie, and don't be mad. <laughs> I'll do this. I love how you only... keep going. All right, I'm gonna say it. Don't make fun of me. All right, here you go. Don't be mad. Only because I lost it and lost it. Okay, these movies that I lose it on are Ted. Lost it. Okay, I'm going to have to make fun of you now. I'm just going to... Let me tell you why I win. Okay? Let me uh, tell first, you why. Before you tell me, I'm just going to tell you this. The funniest thing that you said, Ted, is I was just talking to my wife yesterday, <laughs> and I was like, did you ever... I, was, I kid you not. I was like, did you ever watch Ted? And she was like, nah, I looked at that like it was just like white people comedy. And, <laughs> and I said... You know, I felt the same way. And I pointed out a scene. I'll, I'll wait because I want to hear your reason. I'll tell you the scene that I watched. And I was like, okay, that scene was a little funny. Now, you tell me how out of all the movies, because you're about to get roasted with I all am. the people that didn't make it to, to I, put I, I in am. there. And okay? I could be wrong because I'm already thinking of something to kill, just, just to kill it. But No, no, you done said it now. The, the part at the very end. Okay. I don't know the very end because I oh, okay. well, there, one scene of Ted my entire life. So Ted, okay, but you understand the concept of what Ted is, right? He's yes. a he's a, a real life, you know, kind of imaginary character that 
you know, was created in order to help him get through life. Whatever the guy, the main character. Mm. Um, did not know that. Oh, you gotta, okay. You gotta watch it. All I knew, this is what I knew, because you just told me someone who actually knows knows what oh. their interpretation. Here's my and most people's interpretation of Ted. It's a talking teddy bear that everybody thinks is funny, and he's a little vulgar at times. That's it. That's all. Oh, no, 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 no. That's it's it. That's all it's so much deeper than that. Okay. He okay, manifested yeah, Ted into life right to help him through his difficult situations. And just Ted ended up being, you know, you mm -hmm. know, famous in his own right because it, people were like, oh, what, a talking teddy bear? Oh, my gosh. So he got his little fame as a teddy bear, but then had to kind of come into life as an adult and as a person. And he was still kitty. You know, he was still doing things that were not necessarily smart and bringing, you know, the main character's life down. And he met a woman and he was still kicking it with Ted. It was Mark Wahlberg. You know, he was yeah. still kicking it with Ted. She's like, can you leave your teddy bear at home? Like, come on, man, what are we doing? And so there became this person that was obsessed with, with Ted. And he kidnapped Ted for his son to, to, to you know, kind of like destroy him or whatever, just have him because his son was a weirdo. Hmm. Anyways, make a long story short, at the very end, Ted ends up being completely destroyed. Okay, the girl, his wife or girlfriend that will be his wife, his fiance, um, at the time gave her one wish so that Ted could continue to live, right? Be alive. Like, I don't want him to die, whatever, you know, learn to love this little guy. I'll be honest, this is not sounding like a comedy at all, but please continue. <laughs> please. When you Number watch five, it again, though, you'll, you'll see the, the humor because now you're going to be compelled to watch it. The I compel you to watch. <laughs> <laughs> the power inside me compels. Anyways, um, the very end, he ends up getting kind of like decapitated and all the stuff. They saw him together, get the wish, right, whatever. Right. Uh -huh. Brings him back. Oh, Ted, he opens his eyes. And when he opens his eyes, he's like, and he was kidding and I lost it. He was acting like he was... <laughs> He said, "I want to get my stuff back." No, he he didn't come back normal. He came back kind of uh, different, kind of special needs. <laughs> but he was joking, and my sick, dry humor was like, "That is the funniest thing I've seen in my life." Why would you bring him back and then act like he was special needs? <laughs> and. <laughs> And then make us laugh at it. Like, that is <clears throat> sick humor. And unfortunately for a person like me. And you loved it. I'm a sci-fi nut type. Yeah, it, it was okay. funny. And it goes in the list. And I'm I'm so sorry that it's disappointing. Everyone, I, I, I apologize. I should have gave her a top four. Because um, uh, somewhere we derailed somewhere. There somewhere we lost end. sight of what happened. I'm really trying to understand. I'm, you said he. <laughs> all right, th all right, knock that one out. Let, let, can we? Nope, let's do. Nope, let's do Fifty Shades of Black and leave it there. It's it's in there. Ted is better. Ted is better than any any movie that y'all might think of. House Party, Life, Harlem Nights. It don't oh, Life! Oh my Ted gosh! I, Ted, something's I wrong with me. Watch Ted. If I was no. on the island. If no. I was on the island and all I could take 
was five movies. Oh Lord, the five fifth movies. No, you're right. Please replace my five with life. Please. That's even disrespectful to to Kelly Price, who sang that one song on the soundtrack. And I apologize. She's one of my favorites. And is an Eddie Murphy film make life and and that is that's not even my five like let's push that up to my number three. Oh, and then we can and then we can, and then I can be okay and then I can actually go off into the world as a person that actually has a decent top five. <laughs> hold on, hold on, but we got to get back. I, I got to hear one last thing about Ted because I got very lost at the beginning. You said the main character, Mark Wahlberg's character, right? Yes, he created him. So when you said that, I thought you were saying like it's like a figment of his imagination. But then you're saying, but other people talk to him, and so he's not—he's a real thing. Correct. So is his character like some kind of scientist? Like how did he create him? No, it was kind of—it's kind of like that—that—that that, that last Christmas Chris, Christmas wish thing is how they told um, the story. So, and this is from memory because it's been a minute. So if I misquote what happened in the movie, I just misquoted it. But he he went from um, he he kind of like oh people have you know imaginary friends in order to you know kind of get through being bullied or tough times yeah. in their life, and so he made a best friend out of his teddy bear and wished he would be a real life best friend. And in incidentally, it happened. And in real life, in the movie, Got he it. was considered a real life best friend. And so he, he got in a movie. They were like, oh, there's a real, like, you can act? Okay. We'll put And he became like a child star. And so as he got older, okay. you know, that, that show was canceled or whatever the case was. People still knew who he was and they wanted him. And so there was the, the villain in the movie was like, I have a kid. I want Ted. You know, let me give it to my kid. I've always wanted one of those. The real Ted. You know, it was just. I have a very, you know, weird. I'll now, tell you. Now the I'll tell you the, the one thing that I saw, and I will say, I will say this: Ted is one for one with me because I've only seen one scene, and the scene was pretty funny. And so it was. Which scene was that? They had just uh, somehow I don't know the whatever governing bodies had just said like declared him not a person but declared him property, and he. Went to Mark Wahlberg's, when he was at the house, Mark Wahlberg's character walks in and he's like, you know, what is this they're saying? That, that's your property? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, what, is it, what does that even mean? Like, you're like garbage or a piece of sh S-H-I-T? And, and, <laughs> and it something to the effect like, uh, I was thinking like a toothbrush or a <laughs> Oh See already. Here we go. And then redeem me. Please go and watch that and redeem me and do another podcast with that conversation surrounding why or why not Ted is a funny ass movie. Please. Because okay, okay. I, I will. I will. Because hopefully I can at least categorize it as a funny movie. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. I don't think I could ever argue enough to get it into someone's top five like you put originally. Ted <laughs> got it. Did lift and shift. I did a lift and shift. All right. And it was a bad thing and it took up a lot of our time. And I'm sorry about that. Lift and shift. Oh, I love it. A lift and shift. Okay. Thank you for that. That's a good top five. I like it. I like it. If anyone's just joining the top five movies from just top five comedy movies from just Yola are uh, um, Coming to America, I'm Gonna Get You Sucker. Yes. Life. Yes. 
Um, Half-baked. Half no, me, myself, and Irene. Yeah, me, myself, and Irene. Half and then half-baked. And now I can still be a, a member of the society and of society and, and the community. <laughs> All right. All right. So you are a phenomenal soul singer. Phenom, right? Phenom. Love it. You're amazing, beautiful voice. You've always had it, and it's only gotten better the more you've understood your voice. My question to you is, not everybody has that. Not everybody was born with that. I'm going to just say it simply, and I'm going to let you fill in the blanks. How do you sing? Oh, that's a great way to ask that question. Um, I sing with my being. <laughs> I mean, and I don't know if that really even makes sense. Like, I, it's, you know, since the time that I kind of realized that I could do this thing, right? Because I'm not in, formally trained in any way. It is a gift, a thousand percent. And so the way that I sing is, you know, kind of like a lot of that we've already talked about how, you know, Jim Carrey, his art is his art. You can't, mm. it's, you can't be coached to, into that. It's not something you could be formally trained. That is organically how he comes up with what we see and we love it. Right. And yeah. so with me, that's kind of how I am. And I want it that way. There are times that I will study the hell out of something to sing it with the way that the artists sang it. But the, the stuff that I create on my own, my own, you know, written music is definitely a part of who I am. So like if I could be, you know, half music, half Yola, just Yola, that's yeah. what I am. And that's how I sing. I don't know if that answered your question in the context you were looking for, but <laughs> I breathe it. I breathe music and, you know, whatever it is, whether it comes out likable or not likable, good note or not so good note, it is a part of who I am as a person. And it literally is the, you know, kind of like how they say, you know, the, you, the beat to your drum, like how you mm. men mental health wise, it's literally yeah. how I've navigated through life. Well, since you've been doing this, since you were holding hymn books upside down at three years old, <laughs> you also have a trust, right? There's a trust factor that you have when you open your mouth. There's a trust factor in your own being, as you say. Now, how would you teach someone else to sing? Oh, wow. Um, and I've, on occasion, I've done that. Uh, there are some techniques as a vocal, um, a person that understands vocals. And, you know, a, a lot of in Javance, I can name drop because this is a good friend. Javance Book, yeah. I know Javance from when he first started playing. And Javance is not classically or formally taught how to play piano. He yeah. literally picked this up when you touch a thing and, it yeah. be, and, your, and your fingers become a part of the instrument, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of like how I would try and illustrate to a person that's trying to sing, you know, smile when you sing, you know, oh, exude yeah. what kind of character you're trying to convey. You know what I mean? It's just like you being an MC, right? When you yeah. rap or rhyme, whatever the case is, however you want that particular line to come off is the cadence and the energy that you want to give to it. So mm -hmm. it's kind of those are the type of things. And I'm oh. not going, you know get on the piano, like sing, da, da, da. you know, that's for if you want to go. But I, I would teach 
I would teach energy, character, and then, you know, all, always performance, you know, make yeah. sure that you, and then everybody's is different, right? Like everybody has a different ways. And it yeah. really just depends on how do you want to project yourself on stage? What is the message you're trying to get your audience to understand, to feel you, right? Yeah. And so those are the type of things that, you know, for someone that's an artist that's trying to really sing that I would coach to. Depending on if they even need that coaching. Otherwise, I'm taking notes and say, that's how you do that. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I can. <laughs> I mean, unless the notes aren't off. And then then that's a whole nother conversation. That's, you know, you know, there's certain artists out there that really aren't that that don't hear music, you know, the same way. And and they're equally successful. Yeah. At, or if not more, you know, it, it's just really depending on your audience, your hook, what it is about you, you know. Yeah. But if I had a little protege to a little mode and stuff like my niece she can sing she sings oh. very well and that's some of the things that i kind of coach her you know find an artist to study who do you like you know and find sing those notes not and then add your own character add who you are uh you know as who you are and as you're learning who you are and that's kind of what i did for myself i i always try to speak from um from my own experience right and then yeah. and then and then you have a choice on how if you want to utilize that support. Yeah, and so your question. no, you definitely did, and and you you bring up a good point. Something I was actually going to ask next. Ask next is that um, you know, we all have to consistently be students, right? <clears throat> the idea is you're always learning in whatever facet that is, even if it's you know just your own home cooking. You know what I mean? You might. Right. Be TikToks or YouTube videos to try to learn new ideas. So who does just Yola learn from at this point being so elevated as a vocalist? Well, I'm glad you asked that question. Um, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for asking that. Okay. Um, one of the most beautiful, I mean, talented, energy flowing, um, individuals that I'm working with currently um, is um, someone by the name of Ariel Marin. And she has 16, now 17, like part of her band. I'm so excited. Um, members that, you know, wow. alternate throughout different venues that she has throughout the Bay Area. And wow. that's what I'm learning from right now. And so the idea is I'm seeing her background. I'm a part of her background. Um, last night, I had the honor of being able to accompany her at a place called uh, the Wine Nest in uh, Richmond, California. Bona yay. And um, it was a little, little <clears throat> nice stand up, you know, thing. But I was her backup. And it was awesome, like really being able to share my gift and how I'm learning from her as a background singer is really to understand the mechanics of being a background singer under, and as we've learned earlier, at the start of this pod, you know, pod is real cast. Um, pod is good cast. <laughs> pod is real. Pod is real. Pod is real. Pod is good. All the time. Pod is good. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> at the beginning year that, you know, I'm a big singer. I, I'm a, I'm a lead all day, every day. You give me a mic, I, I'm gonna go crazy on it. So I'm really like Jill Scott crazy on it or just like, I go crazy on the mic. Like, like, like you remember Jill Scott with the, you mean like, like Jill Scott crazy or, um, so 
What happened was. <laughs> I'm just saying, I feel like Jill Scott just changed the whole identity of I go crazy on the mic. <laughs> like, ain't nothing wrong with it. I'm just asking. That's like how you mean it. You know, you I do. It. I do eat a good mic. I do. I will eat the mic as often as I can, if I can. As often as I... <laughs> and I snort from time to time, and I apologize for that. That's only when we get a good, though. That's only when we get that good laugh. Then you get the snort. That's and I can't control it. <laughs> That's the bad part. So my goal with the support of this beautiful, sultry, she is literally like the Sade of the Bay vocalist. Um, I gave you the little soft copy of, you know, to promote her little loving little loving group um, yeah. events that she has. Um, but yeah, I'm going to be a part of that. I'm not in that picture because I was late ad, but <laughs> um, but 100%, I am so humbled and honored to be a part of her team. She has an amazing ear, an amazing voice, and I'm learning so much from her, not only spiritually, but also just as a vocalist, just to, you know, fine tune up, toot, toot, toot up my ear. Cause she's very, um, <laughs> she is extraordinarily pays attention to detail and all those particular things. So yes, we are going to be in Oakland, um, supporting, uh, kind of a corporate event, supporting a group of individuals that are helping, uh, put, together funds for scholarships for black children the community black oh. individuals so it's a really a really wonderful event to to be a part of and i'm just happy yeah. to be in the background so i am so we're done here i'll be studying her material to make sure that i'm on point for that so this i'm doing very cool <laughs> very cool i'm sitting here i was trying to um you know be able to put it up so you could talk about it um yeah, I sent it to you. I sent it the text to you. Yes, that's what it is. There you go. That is the event. Yes, Ariel, Marin, and the award-winning band. We are awesome. I'm so happy, like I said, to be a part of the team. And then that is um, the event. So, um, Nikki Dale. Yes. The award. So, do you know um, uh, what award she's won? I just get, got part of the group, okay? So you can't quiz me like that right now. I'm... <laughs> I don't know. Listen, okay? I was about to call you by. Listen, I was about to call you by your government name. <laughs> That's okay. I don't. I don't mind people knowing my government name. I'm, I'm on Facebook, so I mean they're gonna see it anyway. <laughs> Is it the Black Tie Gala? Thank you so okay. much. On the 21st, we are helping the children. Mm. October 21st. In, in, in the community. So definitely want to be. Um, but yeah, I will be putting this up along with one of her original songs on my Instagram, Just Yola. Um, and her Instagram is Ariel Marin um, Music. Gotcha. The, these time frames now as a as a married man, time frames like five to twelve, be making me feel like, yeah, this is uh that was scheduled without women in mind. Like No, you know, it's a group effort, it's a team thing. thing. Midnight 
in the Bay Area and trying to be cute. You know, do you know that? I'm not doing this with you right now. I, that's <laughs> you gave me an amazing segue, and this is where we landed. <laughs> you gave me an amazing segue. <laughs> oh, I love it! I love it. It's a special honorary <laughs> guest, TBA. Okay, we don't know who that is. Could be me. Who knows? Um, and the host is Donald Lacey Jr. That looks fun. Yeah. I love. I love a good yeah. black tie event. Yeah. I love a good. It's know, a tie dress affair. Oh yeah, we're gonna be dressed. Sometimes you gotta do that. Sometimes you gotta remind them. You know, go back in the closet, find that thing back. Prom night. <laughs> <laughs> and who don't love a good prom night? That's a really good idea, though. Like having, having like a, a a today prom, like. We're going to create a new event. You know, prom always had like a theme, right? right? It was like, you know, the night under the sea. I love that. Just like prom night. And everybody wears suits, suited and booted, tailored only. If it ain't tailored, you're not coming. Like, don't, but don't, coming, yeah. don't you buy that suit without paying that extra money for the tailoring. It don't cost that much. <laughs> so, come on, man. Pay a little $12, $17. Come on, man. Where you at, man. Let me cut that thing up for you. Come on, man. <laughs> Come out in your good ones, you know what I'm saying? And don't don't mess it up. Don't try to don't try to diddy it up. Don't try to bad boy it up. Just just play to your clean, strengths, you know what man. Like George Clooney, that thing. You know what I'm saying? Keep it clean. <laughs> so, so you gotta, you know, oh my god, I quit. I'm done. I can't. I can't. <laughs> All right, we have talked about you know who inspires you, who you uh, listen to, who you've even worked with. Uh, I mean, would want to work with. When we talked about Jasmine, um, and now we're talking about who you learned from. We haven't really talked about you. So, just Yola, as an artist, tell us about you. Tell us about your music, what you got coming out, what you're working on. Because I, I, at this point, I know anybody watching, they're like, yo, I, I want to hear more. I heard a little piece of that. I heard a little piece earlier. <laughs> you are awesome. Thank you for saying that. Um, just Yola. Um, you know, my, my, my nine to five, we all have a nine to five, right? I am an HR manager oh um, at Kaiser Permanente. Mm. Um, singing mm, that, singing that cover, singing that that benefits program. Yes. Mm. <laughs> um. So Get that is kids, right. <laughs> Man, my bad, my bad. that here. that's what pays my bills. Um, mm. I am a caregiver. I am a humbled, loving, wonderful grandchild to an amazing grandmother who we just recently relocated out here. So I mm. am got to put this in I perspective. Hate in. I hate to cut in on such a good moment. I just, I think it's hilarious. And and so true and, and, and honest and authentic to you. You said humble and wonderful in the same oh, yeah. descriptive, descriptive cluster. I loved that. Look, like look. I am humble, wonderful, modest, incredible. Uh, <laughs> Listen, this is so funny though, right? Like, it's funny that you call that out because every single time I've kind of been like conditioned by everyone that when I support my grandmother, they're like, they're like, she's lucky to have you, and I'm like, I'm lucky to have her. 
Like I'm always, mm. that's always my, um, you know, comeback yeah. line, but everybody's like, oh my gosh, you, you know, and I'm, I have to do these things, right? Like there's things that I have to do for her and I'm, I'm her yeah, mouth, yeah. Her, her voice and, and, you know, trying to make things sure things are done appropriately for her. They're like, oh my God, you do all Love that. Her. And they're like, are you in the healthcare industry? I'm like, well, you know, I'm in HR, but I mean, I picked up on everything I do for her because how would I want it done for me at her age? So that's how I look at it. Um, which has nothing to do with just Yola as a music here, but it has everything to do with who I am in the direction of my music right now because it is my priority. And those are the things that oh, yeah. navigate me to being an artist as just Yola and the ability to be able to prioritize that in my life, right? So I yeah. would be remiss if I did not at least share those things about myself. Um, Absolutely. And it feeds your emotion and your mental state and all those things that are eventually going to come out in your music, whether they come out in lyric or they come out in energy, it's going to come out. Exactly. So just Yola um, as an artist is about perspective. And mm. it's really about looking at things from a, a perspective of, okay, this is what happened. And this is now how I look at it. Okay. And so there's always about growth and making sure that I come within on how I can improve. Okay. This is how I did it this time. And it was a process, like with everything that I've done within the past six months to getting to where I'm at right now, and I'm still in my process and I will forever be in my process. But a lot of the material that I write is from honest and true experience. And I like to tell my audience, okay, this is where I was at. This is what you're hearing. This is not how I feel right now, but I have to tell you this story so that you know. And if you're into this scenario right now, do this. So my first single produced by one of my best friends, um, Spitfire Official, right? Um, man, we want the name right here. <laughs> Um, one of my best friends, um, Jamila Ayana, um, we were one day, she was like, why don't you just work with Simon Spitfire official? Why don't you just go in there and create with him? Cause they had a group and he's a oh. producer and, you know, we, I had sing hooks and stuff like that for whatever artists necessary. I can't remember some time ago. And she's like, why don't you guys just go and see what happens? So I was like, okay, so what, what you feel about it, Simon? He was like, Okay, well, let's let's do something. So we got in the studio and we just started. He, you know, put together some stuff. We talked literally for hours prior to, like about everything. Yeah. We just talked and we were just like, mm. that's, that's always a good beginning. Yeah, process. it's and it wasn't intentional. It was just like, oh yeah, catching up on this. I'm like, yeah, because such and such and such. And I was in a place in my life where I was kind of getting off of a relationship and reflecting on mm-hmm. relationships. And so you had a crowbar in your hand. You had that crowbar. Man, you was thinking. That crowbar was in my hand tight and he was talking me off the ledge. And the way that we kind of manifested what came out in our music was just unrealistic. It literally like every song on this project with me and him is our his contribution musically, my contribution, um, you know, vocally, obviously. But also we wrote co-wrote a lot of the songs together, pieced it together that made sense. And it came out like some of the songs we wrote in like an hour or something like it's ridiculous like it's ridiculous how it, it came out and it, it, i was like but oh that's dope okay whatever and so on a lot of the um <laughs> on a lot of little vo- voice notes that i take from there you'll hear us like 
going crazy like it's hot it's hot like that kind of stuff going on but we about to kill him with this one right we about to kill him the game is over just, the game is over the energy it was so dope i mean it and it and it always has been and so uh, my first single that i'm you know um going to come out very soon i don't have a date for you guys but it's called fired it's called fired, fired. and it is a story of um it's a story of one main relationship but a series of relationships where I um dealt with a person that just kind of didn't really contribute to the relationship the way that I was contributing and so you know we always have those imbalanced situations where somebody's doing one thing and another person's doing that and it's like but you still steady with them, right? Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. it's me telling my story up until I had to fire the person. And it's just really me sharing. My first line is, you know, what type of man takes you out with no money <laughs> on your birthday, right? I, I, let me answer. Let me answer that. <laughs> by, using, by using your title, a man that got fired. <laughs> you see? You see how that all just... Just worked himself in there. A man who got fired is like, hey. Right. No, perfect. I gotta tell you something. I gotta tell you something. Uh, and that's the answer. 1,000%. That is the answer. So, and it's a, just, it's a perspective. Things I could have done differently. I learned from those relationships. Um, but at the same yeah. time, when you hear this song, you will understand definitely where I was at at the time. And when I perform it, I always like to preference it with perspective. So mm. that's who I am as an artist right now. And that's, I definitely write from a place of truth and um, emotion. And I, I really want my listener to understand my emotion and kind of just make a decision about whatever it is you, you're doing. Don't, if you need to fire a person, if you're not being met, you know, financially, physically, whatever it is that needs to be met, you should hopefully yeah. be with someone that can kind of meet you halfway and at least have a discussion. And then you guys can decide whether or not it's something that you should continue to do um, oh. and not just be in a situation where it's like, okay, I'm not being fulfilled, but I really, 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 really want to be in a relationship, like really identify that. So for me, it's about being emotionally um, intelligent. Yep. Hey, did we just do a jinx? Oh my god, Jinx! <laughs> yes, that is the artist I am. That is everything that I want to be. I just want to tell my story and give my emotions. You, Jinx? What happened? You told me to shut up? What? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to follow your jinx. I was saying unjinx me. Oh, unjinx, unjinx, unjinx. <laughs> unjinx. I was trying to mime. Okay, and I'm me. slow. Okay, my and name. I'm... <laughs> She's like, and why are you not talking? Oh, wait, what happened to audio? Let me get on this That's phone weird. real quick. That's odd. No, no you just audio. stop talking all of a sudden. That's no crazy. audio. And I jinxed you. See, but I didn't know if we really jinxed. Because we jinxed so in sync, right? 
yeah. It was, it was it was, like I was just, I respect it. I always tell my kid <laughs> the game doesn't work unless everybody respects the game. <laughs> it doesn't work. If if all the people if it's if it's anarchy, then there's no game. You gotta respect the rules. So you said jinx, I was respected. You are awesome. <laughs> just Yola, this has been a fantastic episode. I'm so <laughs> thankful for you, thankful to you for being here, for sharing your personality, sharing your vocals, sharing your experience with us. This was good. This was Thank really you. good. Thank I'm you. honestly, I'm truly honored to be here. You know, we haven't connected in a while, so this was like really a catch up for us. I love so we'll, we'll probably gonna have to catch up some other time to really catch up. Yeah. But yeah. um, but yeah, I I really I love what you're doing, and I appreciate your support. You know, you little coachings that you've been coaching me just a little bit. Look, here's a coach, and yeah, shut up, just shut up. And then the wonderful segues. Here's your segue. Segway time. <laughs> you know, I'm a little, I'm a little slow, but I get excited when I catch on. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna have to have. I'm gonna bring you and Javance back on. Yes, I would love that. I love. Yeah. You know what? Me and Javance go way back. Like Javance is like mm-hmm. my first, one of my first, one of. Yeah. So I have a lot of, of, of first friends, but he is yeah. one of the first people, definitely my first musician friend. And, yeah. you know, there's not a year that goes by that Javance and I do not say happy birthday. And it's not from Facebook. We've been doing that. Like well, we've been on some happy birthday well, stuff. I remember his birthday is April 13th. Boom, well, boom. <laughs> yeah, you need that. You know what I'm saying? You need that. That is, um, that, that's, that's, something that we that we don't um you know not everybody has you know what i'm saying all the time in their life so i think that's huge to have those people that just hit you up and say happy birthday but we yeah. we don't have to have cuz i think we can have a really interesting conversation just in our own history javance told me something i'm going to end with this cuz i was blown away javance told me i was the reason that he became a music producer and i was wow. like I was like, what are you talking about? He was like, dude, we were at my house one day and I was playing music and you asked me, did I produce? And I told you no. And you said, "What?" I forgot, he knew it, knows it exactly, but he was, basically I said something to the effect of with all the instruments that you play and with your ear for music, you play better than a lot of people that actually produce. You could actually, you could produce. And he said, when you left that day, I was sitting there thinking like, man, maybe I could. And from that day forward, he started working on being a producer. I believe it. I, I have no doubt. You be you've always been one of those people, like an encourager, a, you know, motivational. Let me get that talent. What the heck? <laughs> so look, hindsight that comes out. The truth comes out. You didn't motivate all kinds of people too. I already told you I was like a scared little person. You was like, come through with me. Come on, ride with me. We we'll do it. And I was like, not enough preparation. No, I will not embarrass myself. You caught it on your own. You don't need me. <laughs> yep, that's like, and we're still friends. <laughs> we're still going to shine. We're still going to shine. All right, Jess Yola, I will holla at you. Love you, girl. Take care. Love you more. Thanks for having me. For Appreciate sure. you. Peace out. Ladies and gentlemen, that was episode 47 of the Pod is Good podcast. I hope you were thoroughly entertained. I had a great time. I know just Yola had a great time, so I'm hoping you had one too, because if you didn't, you just missed out. 
<laughs> it was right there. All you had to do was pick it up. Just pick up the good time, and you could have had it too. So I hope you had a good time. Until the next time, I am Cashmere California. This is the Pod is Good podcast. And if you enjoyed the content, please, as I always say, as everybody on here says, in any video that you watch, because it means so much, please subscribe, watch, share, comment, do anything. Do one thing. For me, you don't got to do them all. And, and to, to my cousin out there, love you. Thank you for enjoying it. I see you out there. I see you. Um, yeah, you don't got to do them all for me, but do one of them if you enjoyed it. Till next time, I'm Cashmere. Peace out. Oh, hold on. I forgot to hit the... No, no. Don't, don't leave. Don't leave. I make sure I leave y'all the right way. Now, peace out.